Hello and welcome to the T and B show. I'm Alex. I and I'm Timothy. Crap. You messed it up, Tim. We had a nice little uh, going back and forth thing going on and for the last show. And instead, nah, I messed it up. And we messed it up, but that's okay. Anyway, yeah. welcome to the last but episode. See, you couldn't be Timothy. I, I, I could have been Alex Bame and you could have been Timothy Thomas. <laughs> we could have confused some of our new viewers on the last episode. Yeah, if you're now joining, you're, uh, you're about uh, 14 episodes late, so uh, we have some bad news. You're going to be missing a lot of uh, little hints and tidbits going on. Uh, but yeah, this is the last episode, and um, it's it's been fun. I, it I've has. enjoyed it. I've enjoyed making podcasts and and screaming and shouting and doing little improv things and other stuff. And we'll get into that a little bit later on. But of course, we have some big news this week, not involving us, but involving a certain uh, orange orange shade man. Is that okay to say? Is that a little mm-hmm. bit too mean? Twas the night before Trumpmas. Twas the night before the apocalypse and the four horsemen rode into town. Um, yeah, but Donald Trump pretty much securing the nomination this week, beating, uh, Ted Cruz and basic John Kasich down in Indiana and Cruz surprisingly dropping out that night and, uh, Kasich dropping out the next day, you know, to be fair, Kasich didn't really have a shot to begin with. Um, so him dropping it was more of like a, eh, like he, he kind of had to at that point. Once the possibility of the contested convention was over, then he knew he didn't have a chance. So. Mm I mean, Cruz over the last two weeks threw everything that he could. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was already like pitching VP ideas with Carly Fiorina, which congratulations, Carly Fiorina, for um, now totally gutting two different institutions, first with Hewlett Packard and now uh, the Ted Cruz campaign. I wouldn't blame her for that. I know, I'm just being a little bit mean. Um, and then um, just trying to go out there engaging with Trump supporters head on. And, of course, the Trump supporters actually got the upper hand on him. Uh, if you have the chance to go watch the video of him, of Ted Cruz engaging Trump supporters, it's it's kind of sad, but it's also hilarious. He's, he's out there, and they're yelling back at him. And the first, like one of the questions he asks, he um, like proposes is, um, he's, he is introducing himself, and he's like, the one question that all Americans need to be asking, and one of the Trump supporters goes, are you Canadian? <laughs> Just the entire thing is just he just he just gets beaten up in front of everybody, but he he got trumped. He got trumped, baby. <laughs> anyway, but, but it's, it's the last show. Standards are dropping are rather quickly. We, we're done with exams. We just sort of like a little bit out of it, even though we're recording this at nine o'clock in the morning. We're just kind of we're just kind of over it at this point. We're gluttons for punishment. Exactly. Um, as as I we were talking about before the show, uh, we are a bunch of Schadenfreudes because I'm enjoying all the backlash that the Trump nomination has gotten, and all the people who are saying like I can't vote for Trump, and all the people saying you got to vote for Trump. I could be saying if you have a problem with it, then leave the GOP, and people like Mitt Romney are saying that they won't. Paul Ryan saying he can't right now. It's it's, it's a mess. It, it's sick to enjoy, but I am enjoying it. Um, it's it's kind of that point where you're like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening, and the train is yeah. actually falling off the rails. It's like watching a car crash, like on, like a world's greatest police chases or whatever one of those like spike TV shows that runs at twelve o'clock at night. Um, like one of those shows. It's like you can't really look away, but you know this is not going to end well. 
And when you see the car flipping into the ravine, <laughs> even then you're still kind of glued to your set. It's it's sick. It's horrible. It's kind of sadistic. But at the same time, it's it's hard just to not turn away and not enjoy this moment in American political history. It's It's sort of rather funny, too, because people have sort of been in disbelief for the past uh what is it now like nine or ten months almost where no one could actually think that donald trump had a chance to win the nomination with his rhetoric with his background with his personality and yet he pulled it off he pulled it off perfectly he did he played he played the media he played the political establishment, and he played the American public like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that- it's one of the it's one of the most amazing political performances I've ever seen. Now, think what you will about Trump and his positions, but as far as what he's been able to do, it's incredible. It's outstanding. Um. Someone brought up a good point. I think it was a guy, uh, it was Peanut Butter Gamer. And I, that's his, that's his, uh, he has a YouTube channel that he focuses on okay. video games. Um, but he said on Twitter the other day, he's like, the media wonders why Donald Trump got this big. It's like, probably because you guys gave him billions and billions of dollars of free advertising by covering his every move. Yes. No wonder he was able to like, get out there and get support. because you guys gave him free publicity. We've talked about that multiple times on this very show about how the media was put so much coverage on Trump and barely mentioned his opponents. Only They only mentioned his opponents when Donald Trump was attacking them. Tiny Marco Rubio, Lion Ted, was it 1 in 38 Kasich, which is not, does not roll off the tongue. Uh, low energy Jeb Bush. Jeb! And that too, but he did that to himself. Mm-hmm. But uh, even if you look back, uh, side note on the whole Jeb debacle, I think he ran when he ran for governor of uh, Florida, he did the same thing. Like that was his like poster was Jeb exclamation point. So that was just that's just kind of something that Jeb kept from his old days. Um, well, you have to consider also at the time when he ran, I don't think his dad was too popular. So um, even though his dad was out of office by that so point. So let's just add an exclamation point. Jeb. Um. But yeah, November's gonna be November's gonna be fun. It's it's really unprecedented. It's like because, who, do you, who do you hate the least? Yeah. Unless because, you're like me and vote for Gary Johnson. Um, be, because you have two candidates who are probably two of the most hated as far as the poll goes, polls go, two of the most hated presidential candidates by a major party that we've seen in a long, long time, and they're both running in the same year. Both of them, on a normal election year, would probably lose in a landslide, but they're running against each other. So it's going to be really, really interesting. And the polls so far have been interesting, too. Among registered voters, Clinton is winning by between 10 and 15, but then the... few the few outlets who have just polled likely voters it's it's really close but both of them are polling in the 30s and then and then around 15 percent or even more are saying that they're going to vote third party like you are so gary johnson yeah it's 
the libertarians could do really well this time around. If Bernie, or, if Bernie gets, um, which it looks like he still will, if Bernie ends up losing the nomination, I can see a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters going to Jill Stein and supporting mm-hmm. the Green Party. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's, <laughs> and of course, establishment Republicans have not put to bed the idea of running their own third party running candidate. their own third party candidate. Yeah. Um, I don't know who would be the third party candidate of the establishment Republicans. Uh, to be honest, Mitt Romney won't do it. Paul Ryan wouldn't do it. Uh, it's hard to say. Um, would you get, would Jeb come back from the dead? Probably not. No, I don't. I think that if someone does it, it's going to be someone perhaps a little bit more on the conservative side rather than the the establishment side. I think a lot of people, not all, but there are a lot of people in the establishment now who are coming to terms with this and they are choosing to support Trump rather begrudgingly, but they are. It's... It's a lot of the conservatives, the Ted Cruz types, who are the most upset about all this and are the least likely to support Trump at this moment, <laughs> judging from what I've been seeing. It'll be interesting seeing about how many people end up do supporting Trump but from the people who like bashed him. I mean, we have Chris Christie and people who've already endorsed him. Rick Perry, who has endorsed him. Uh, but what about Cruz? What about Kasich? What about um, Marco? What about those guys? Will they mm-hmm. end up endorsing him, or will they end up saying, "You know, what, screw this. I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take my ball and go home, or just not deal with it." Um, I mean, they're two horrible options. And um, I, I was telling somebody this the other day, it's like, uh, I think I was telling my brother this the other day, because me and my brother text back and forth about mm-hmm. political stuff. Sometimes we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. But I told him straight up, it's like this is the one election where I think people are gonna be okay if you vote for the lesser of two evils. In the sense yes. of that, if you voted for Hillary Clinton or you vote for Donald Trump and you're like, look, I just really hated the other one that much, I don't think anybody's going to say that you are like you did the wrong move. I don't think it's a move mm-hmm. that we should enjoy and partake. Right. And I think it definitely down the road we should look at our political system a little bit better to figure out how do we not do this mm-hmm. again, uh, whether it's more parties, whether it's libertarian or whatever. But at the same time, for this election, if you ended up voting for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump because the other one just sucked that much in your eyes, I don't think anyone's going to blame you. And message everyone, you should still vote. Vote, vote, vote. Because, because regardless of how you feel about the presidential election, one, you know, in this, like you said, in this case, voting the lesser two evils is not a bad thing. And two, just remember that there are a lot of lower offices down the ballot as well that are also really important. And, you know, they play a huge role in your life, especially state level offices, local offices. So you should still go and vote. So that's my uh, civic, civic announcement for the day. Your PSA. Yes. Um, Rock the vote. The thing that gets me is how will Trump's nomination affect the Republican side? I mean, you have John McCain was running this week about this is probably going to be one. He, I think he said, and this is not verbatim, but he said something along the lines of uh, this is going to be one of the hardest elections that he ever fought. This is going to be the race for his life, pretty much, mm-hmm. because of how much backlash there is to Trump. Now, granted, Arizona is a very different like demographic and racial makeup than a lot of places in the United States. But at the same time, it's it's really interesting seeing how 
like people who are running for Senate and contested states and people who are running for, even mm-hmm. for House, um, how they're going to be affected by Trump, if at all. That's why I say that conservatives and Republicans should still go out and vote, regardless of how they feel about Donald Trump, because it's still important that we hang on to the Senate and hang on to the House. And so, you know, if you if you go in that booth and don't want to vote for Donald Trump, choose a different option for president. Maybe don't vote for president, but please still go and vote for the Senate. So I think... And rem- remember, there's also third-party options. I know in North Carolina we have our buddy Sean running. Right. Um, I, I like we call him our buddy. We've, we've, we interviewed him. We interviewed him once. Um, he's a nice guy, though. Um, again, it looks like he's already, he's already gearing up putting out YouTube videos mm-hmm. for his campaign. So he's already in election 2016 mode, especially with all the stuff going on in North Carolina right now. Absolutely. He has the perfect, he has a fertile ground to get a lot of people who are on the fence about supporting the Republican party. So it'll be interesting to see how things go. Absolutely. It's going to be one of the wildest election years in history. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, get back to our little me and Tim on our personal lives for a little bit. I know about because the election. Had, Let's yeah. talk about us. Well, it's the last show, so what, exactly. So like we we've been doing this for how many months now? Since September, so yeah. seven months, seven eight, something like that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm horrible at math. Um, but it's been I, I've actually eight. like yeah like me and Tim, for those who I don't know if we ever talked about this, but me and Tim have known each other since January 2013. Is that fair to say, Tim? Or a little bit um, it was it was back in 2012. Okay, um, it was it was uh, September or October 2012. Like me and Tim, have, uh, we met each other through a publication called the Carolina Review, which I which to uh, to my understanding still exists, but not uh, it doesn't publish as frequently. Um, so we became both staff writers there, and we've just like we really mesh, and we our gears like really worked well together. And, like, we've been doing this for, in terms of working together for three, three and a half years. It's been, it's, I've enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's been I appreciate a lot of fun. You've, you've been joining me on this, this ride together when I was at the review doing writing projects and even the podcast that we had at the review, which is horrible. Don't go listen to it. Um, I, I, I may go. We, we've learned a lot since then. We've learned a lot. We used to, for a little bit of context, we used to have one recorder. Where this was with the uh, Carolina Review podcast, we used to have one recorder, and we would go back and forth with each other, and we, like we would used to do like monologues in different sections, and it was just it was it wasn't bad, but it could have been much better. It, it wasn't natural, but you know we made do with what we had, so mm-hmm. it was it was still a rewarding experience. Mm-hmm. But the uh, like we've done this show for seven months, and we've kind of learned things along the way. We've picked up on things. I don't say we've we've. My dad always, well, my dad listens to the show, and he he always um, he always prods me a bit on like what the point of the show is in terms of like what's our mission, what's our purpose, and I can never give him a straight answer because I honestly don't know. It changes every yeah, single week yeah. depending on how things are going. Um, I always tell him like to talk about political stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, and like you got to build on that," and I'm like. That's pretty much it. He's talking about politics <laughs> just some, sometimes. Just two guys sharing what limited political expertise that we have. Um, what were some things that you wish that we did that we didn't do? I know we talked about a lot of stuff when we first uh, launched yeah. in September. I know there's a few shows, but I'll let you go first. 
Um, probably, uh, probably doing more interviews. Uh, or one interview with Sean. Right. Our right. description, I like how it has uh, Alex Thomas and Timothy Bame and and a guest. It's like we've never had we only had one guest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, I would have loved to in to have invited people who were further to the left of us to be guests and perhaps create a livelier debate. That would have been a lot of fun, but I still have the microphone from where Sean was here, just on the table. I've not put it up at all. It's just sitting here. It's been sitting here for since October. Um Sean Hall used this microphone. We could we could put it in the museum. Use this microphone that I'm touching right now. Um Sean, if he was here, he'd be like, "It's it's just my guess." Um, <laughs> the thing I wish that like we did was we had I had an idea back in December, and uh, what we were gonna do is Tim was gonna do a show with two people, and I was gonna do a show with two people. You know, like I wasn't gonna be on Tim's oh, yeah, show, and show right. Tim wasn't gonna yeah, be on my show. Yeah. So Tim was gonna pick like two people that he knew from school, or like friends, or teachers, or professors. And we were gonna record him, and then I was gonna do it with, like the same thing. And I was actually going to do mine at home, and I was going to do it with two high school teachers that I had. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it because I thought the I thought the idea was too cringeworthy. I was like, I don't want people to be listening and being like, when Alex was in marching band, he was a total dweeb and he was just a butt face <laughs> to people. And I just didn't want to yeah. deal with that. And I was like, I don't. That know whole idea like, fell through. Um, but I, 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 I don't know. Part of me is like, really looks back, kind of wish that we did it because. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm nostalgic for the days I was in high school and mm-hmm. weighed 200 pounds and wore Crocs every single day. Um, but at the same time, I've been somebody like, oh, like my high school teachers, we've changed a lot since 2012. Yeah. Like, like politics, obviously, is something that affects your role. How can we like incorporate all this into one giant mess? <laughs> um, that's just something that I think would have been nice to do. Um, one thing that actually did happen I, and I didn't do it was for last week's episode, you may have noticed that the thumbnail was purple, obviously in honor of, uh, Prince. Uh, and we've, we've done like things with that for like before, like put titles and things on our different people. I think for the Gary Shandling episode, like the week of when Gary Shandling died, our entire description was based on the theme of the Gary Shandling show or uh, the it's Gary Shandling show, uh, for Merle Haggard's uh the the episode that occurred during the week of merle haggard's death we include like a subtitle that referenced um working man blues by merle haggard and last week we did a purple thumbnail for prince but um i spent three hours doing a thumbnail design in which i i included a picture of prince in the thumbnail it's not like a it's like a photo of prince performing but you can like it's not a like a straight faced photo. It's like him making a really goofy face while performing. And I almost put it up and I was like, it's probably in bad taste. <laughs> it's, it, it's, uh, it's just one of those pictures. That I, I love that picture to death. I've had that picture on my phone for years, just because of how goofy it is. And I, I like put a drop shadow behind the image and did all this like nice stuff. And I spent three hours on it. And the ideas I, that go through your head. Then the next morning I woke up and I was like, this is probably a bad idea. So I never, ever uploaded it. I may share it later if there's an interest. There probably isn't, but um, it's one of those things that really when you when you uh, get bored and it's 10 o'clock at night and you're like, how can I make my uh, podcast a little bit better? Uh, that's what we usually do. Add prints. Add prints. Purple rain, purple. I'd, I'd never got behind Prince. Um, I know I said it last nope. time, but 
like Prince was just a big figure, but I never grew up listening to Prince. I grew up listening to Southern rock and country music. Um, so what are you doing after this, Tim? Well, I am graduating. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm, um, I'm going to, for the third year, I'm going to be working at a, uh, at a kid's camp this summer. Uh, I'm going to be uh, an administrator this time. And then afterwards, uh, I'm not sure yet. Uh, probably uh, I'm going to be getting involved in business in some way, maybe real estate. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what uh, where I go from here. Not really sure. Mm-hmm. What about you? You're the one that has some big news to share. Big news. I'm I'm I'm, I'm engaged and expecting. As a man. Oh, um, my god! No, just kidding. I'm a sad loser who lives alone. Um, no, I'm I'm going to uh, Washington, D.C. to uh, intern with Reason Magazine. Reason's been, uh, like, the publication I started reading, like, right before I got to college. I've been reading them, like, as, as if it was the word of God, basically. Just their, their writers are fantastic, and um, their blog that they do every day is really informative and really, I don't want to say... Um, on the cutting edge but it's, it's really like casual and really easy to follow along with different like political arguments so i'm going to be working there over the summer for about from like the beginning of june until pretty much labor day and then after that i don't know um my, my sister asked me that question the other day and i was like yeah, i have no idea i'm just i'm just going it's day a, by day at this point i'm trying yeah, to get i'm trying to get uh, through graduation it's a i'm about tired of fielding that question yeah, I when the whole job search yeah. process happened, that was just a question every single week, and I was like, "Stop!" It's like uh, I know, yeah, it's like it's like I know you care about me, folks, fr- friends and family, but it's like, oh, it's like how's the job on. search going? How's the job search going? How's the job search going? It's like I yeah. get it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, geez. Well, let's close this out because I'm hungry and I've not been to Sutton's Drugstore before. Um, I know it's a big institution, Chapel for- Hill. For people who know UNC, you know that that is sacrilege, that it has taken him until his senior year to go to Sutton's. I've never been. I've been to, uh, I went to Yopo. I've been to Topo. I've been to Everett's, uh, Spanky's. Uh, is there any other place I'm missing? Uh, uh, Al's Burger Shack. You've been to Al's Burger Shack? Yep. That's important. Um, Very important. I've, I've never been to Sutton, so I'm going to go today before I, uh, before I get out of here. So way to go. Do do I do another improv exercise to sign off? Well, let's try it. You know, thank you for listening to our show. And we (laughs) will (laughs) not do another show again ever because we are graduating from UNC on. Sunday after noon after we're graduating in the morning <laughs> well but, but anyway <laughs> um, it fit okay it we fit. will see you sometime later but not anytime soon good bye and thank you for listening. Yeah.
let's get out of here. I'm I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs>